Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to Sully Baseball Daily, the podcast we talk about baseball 365 days a year, unless it's a leap year. Then we're going to do another one. I've been doing this every single day since October 24th, 12, and today's date is the 15th day of January 2017. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. I'm recording this from a mobile Sully Baseball studio, also known as my car, just finishing a movie tour of Pasadena, California, the home of the historic Rose Bowl. I'll tell you what I mean by that. I'm recording this actually on Saturday night, and I just dropped off my my pal Richie. Richie Duncan has been a guest on the podcast uh, a few times, and we are, um, and he's he's family. Yeah, I love him. He's not my. He's not family by blood, but he's a family by heart, and he's a family by the fact that we're both a couple idiots who were, did comedy together in New York, and he happened to be in town. We, we met up at a friend's place. We watched the, the end of the Patriots. Uh, I watched the, the second half of the Patriots and the Texans football game. Um, Patriots won. It looks more and more like the Patriots are going to go to the Super Bowl. Everyone thinks I'm a Patriot fan. And that's fine. I get all the advantages of being a Patriot fan and none of the downside of it. Uh, and when the game was over, uh, our buddy told us that he lives across the street from where they shot that famous scene in Say Anything, where uh, John Cusack is holding up the the boombox and playing In Your Eyes for Ioni Sky, which, you know, that's a kind of a thing that when you really think about it, is kind of creepy because he's trying to win her back and he's like, hey, I'm going to stand outside your home with a boombox and play the song that was playing the first time we had sex. I mean, that's kind of creepy. And yet John Cusack pulls it off because he's John freaking Cusack. And by the way, John Cusack, if you're listening to this podcast, you're a great actor. I don't know why you've never been nominated for an Academy Award. You probably should have already won one by now. Um, I know you're a big Cubs fan. I know you played Buck Weaver in the great baseball film, Eight Men Out. You are always welcome to appear on this podcast. But where we found out that that was where they shot it, we said, let's go check it out. And then I said, hey, uh, you know, he was staying in a hotel in Pasadena. I said, hey, that's, I live in Pasadena. I know where they shot Halloween. I know where they shot Back to the Future, uh, and, and a couple other things, and so we just were driving around Pasadena, taking pictures of, that's the Halloween house, that was Doc Brown's house, that's where Laurie Strode was standing out with a pumpkin, and everything, it's one of the fun things about when I'm in LA, is, you know, I go back and forth between LA and the Silicon Valley, is that when I'm down here, there's all sorts of things, you turn the course, and say, oh yeah, that's where that was filmed, and you have someone like Richie, who doesn't live here, that becomes pretty special. A pretty dang special. Um, the the Sunday request that I'm going to do today is California centric. In fact, man, no one can accuse me of East Coast bias the way I've been talking about teams recently. You know, I've been talking about the Colorado Rockies and the San Diego Padres and the Oakland A's mainly over the last bunch of weeks. Please keep that in mind the next time you claim all I do is talk about the Red Sox and Giants. I've been talking about a lot of other teams, but, you know, I I, I went through a big uh, series of podcasts about the 
markets of teams in the Bay in the Bay Area and in LA and all around California. How the fact that there are smaller cities in California, or at least cities that don't have the uh, are not as well known as Los Angeles and not as well known as San Francisco, who have a special added pride to you know, whatever their their team is. You see that with the Kings. You see that with the San Jose Sharks. And I think soon you'll see that with the San Diego Padres. Well, obviously I said something along the way that didn't sit well with a fan of the show. And so someone who's... Let me just... Uh, I'm going to pull over the Sully Baseball Mobile studio and read this tweet. And then I'll continue the drive. Because I can drive and podcast at the same time. Uh, this Charmingham. I don't know what that... that Twitter handle means, sorry, uh, but I'll leave a link to it on sullybaseball.com. Uh, Sully Baseball, that's me. I do love your podcast, thank you, but the Bay Area is not a small market. It has supported two NFL teams for decades. Size, not the issue. Size matters not. He's going all Yoda on me. Well, let me bring something up for a second. I don't think, now if I said the Bay Area was a small market... Uh, I, I beg your pardon. I do not think the Bay Area is a small market. But I do think it is an unreasonable market to think they can support multiple teams. The statement that they have supported two football teams for decades is... Uh, I'm sorry, I'm not going to take a lot of... Uh, faith in that statement for that for this reason. Uh, the Raiders are probably going to move. The Raiders are probably going to move to Las Vegas. It makes sense to have the Raiders move to Las Vegas. And the Raiders moving back to Oakland is more to do with the fact that they didn't get what they wanted from Los Angeles than any great shakes of Oakland as a wonderful town to support their football team. And in fact, I'll go out on a limb and say it's been an abject disaster. Now, I'm in Southern California right now. I spent a crap load of time in the Bay Area. And I've been there for a lot of weekends where if you want to catch the Oakland Raider game, you couldn't because it wasn't sold out. I've been there where they have terrible fan support. The fans who show up there obviously looks like a Guar concert. Okay? The fans who show up love their Raiders, clearly. And I'm sure if they made a Venn diagram of Raider fans and Oakland A's fans, there's going to be a big overlap there. And you go to an Oakland A's game, and I love going to A's games. I love it. You don't go to an A's game if you're not a big A's fan. You're a diehard fan if you're at an Oakland A's game. Which means there's about 22,000 diehard A's fans in the Bay Area. There's always... Look at Again, I, A's fans, you know I love you. But you're not filling up that stadium. You know, I saw the same thing in San Francisco when I was in high school and they were playing at the stick. Don't wax nostalgic for the stick. That place 
didn't fill up often. It was hard to support. And do you know what? My family moved from Massachusetts to California in the mid-80s. The Raiders were not there. The Sharks were not there either. And since then, I've seen the Giants threaten to move. I've seen the A's threaten to move. I've seen there was, you know, all sorts of consternation of what's going to happen with the Warriors, what's going to happen. You know, the Raiders showed up, and now they want to get out of there. You don't know what was going on with the San Francisco 49ers. But either way, I've never seen two teams supported and everyone dancing a jig because they're both getting robust fan support. The only time I can ever remember where you got you had two teams in the Bay Area and there was a lot of and, and both teams were drawing well was in 1989, the year the Giants won the pennant and the year the A's won the pennant. The A's did draw well in the late 80s. But after the late 80s and after they ruined the stadium by bringing the Raiders back and creating Mount Davis, uh, seats are easy to come by in Oakland. And also keep this in mind. These years I'm going to say to you right now, 2000, 2002, 2003, 2000, uh, 2012, 2014. In those five years in this new century, five times out of 16 seasons, 17 seasons, five out of 17 seasons, that's almost a third of the seasons, both the Giants and the A's were in the playoffs in the same year. And yet the Giants are the ones who drew it through the roof because of the stadium and the A's have trouble drawing at all. I don't think it has to do with a small market. There is a gigantic gray area between good-sized market and a market that could support two franchises. I would argue Los Angeles cannot support two baseball teams and they don't. I don't care what the Angels are called. They play in Orange County. Orange County is a different animal than Los Angeles. It's a ways out from Los Angeles. It's not even in Los Angeles County. Los Angeles is a gigantic city. LA County is even bigger. And the Angels don't exist there. Orange County is its own place, its own entity. And has a different mentality and a different identity of themselves other than Los Angeles. So the Angels are their team. That's a different bag of tomatoes there, a bag of oranges, or whatever you want to call it. You know, Anaheim Ducks are the same thing. Anaheim and the Orange County is that neutral zone between Los Angeles and San Diego. So, I mean, the Angels do draw well. But Los Angeles is bigger than, than the Bay Area. But my point is this. In terms of baseball and in terms of football, I think there's only one city in the union that can support multiple teams, and that's New York. 
I think New York, because the roots for the fandom run deeper, I think the population and the sports fandom runs deeper, the inherited need to have inner rivalries is deeper in the Northeast. But I think that New York is still capable of handling that. I don't think the Bay Area is. That's not saying they're a small market. I'm not saying the San Francisco Bay Area is a market like San Antonio or Sacramento. I probably just insulted those two, but that's not the, that's not the point I'm making. I'm pointing is that it would be a gigantic market if you didn't have two teams there. If the Giants were the only team in town in the San Francisco Bay Area, yes, and, and again, this is coming from someone who loves going to A's games, but the the attention is already through the roof. I do think that the, the ratings of the, show, of the games would be great. Attendance would be great. I think the A's leaving the, the, the market completely to San Francisco would only benefit the Giants. And it would only benefit the A's to have their own market to them. I'm driving on a little bumpy road. you got to forgive me. I'm driving a Prius. Priuses are weird. I've never driven a Prius before. It is like driving a golf cart. It's neither here nor there. And to say that, like, oh, they support two football teams, well, don't hold your breath because 49er tickets are easy to come by and Raider tickets are easy to come by and the Raiders want to get the hell out of there. The Raiders don't want... They, look at There are these groups that want to save the Raiders. Why? Why do you want to save the Raiders? I did a whole podcast on this. Let them go. What good have they done to the city of Oakland? Seriously, a point I've made to Raider fans. If you are a Raider fan, get the package where you can watch the Raiders on when they when they move to Las Vegas. And what, two or three times a year, you fly out to Vegas to see a Raider game. Your life has not changed in the slightest. The Bay Area has had a hard time supporting multiple teams. And I've seen it up close. This is not an interloper. For a period of time, that was my permanent place of residence, and it's where I spend probably two-thirds of my days of the year now. They have two NFL teams. Do they really support two? They have two major league teams. The biggest issues that Bud Selig left on Rob Manfred's desk were what the hell are we going to do about the Rays and the A's? The Rays built the stadium in the wrong place. It's like Belloc digging in the wrong place in Raiders of the Lost Ark. They built the stadium in the wrong place because they built it in the 80s. They hadn't figured out that people like downtown stadiums and yada, yada, blah, da, 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 do, 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 do. But the A's are there because they're in the wrong market. Charlie O'Finley should never have moved them to Oakland. This is not me trashing the A's. This is me not trashing A's fans or the organization. I, the Bay Area should have one baseball team. They should have one football team. It looked like for a period of time that the Giants were going to move. 
They were going to move to Toronto in the 70s. They were going to move to Tampa Bay in the early 90s. What does it tell you that virtually every team of the double teams in the Bay Area have gone through multiple threats of moving? The Raiders have an option if the Chargers didn't pick it up to join the Rams in Los Angeles. Now, I've talked before, I think football in Los Angeles is going to be a catastrophe. And I think that the support that the Chargers are going to get in L.A. is going to be non-existent. But it's neither here nor there. We're talking about baseball here. It should tell you a lot that these teams are constantly threatened to move. There's piles of money. The reason I spend two-thirds of my days in the Bay Area is because of work. There's money there. They hire people. It's a pain in the ass that I go up there, but I do it before, before my vocation, which sadly is not being the host of the Solid Baseball Daily Podcast. If you want me to stop going back and forth, would someone just pony up six figures and I'll do it full time? There must be a crazy billionaire listening to me. But the Bay Area is constantly in turmoil of this team's leaving, that team's leaving. So if I said they're not, if I said they're a small market, Oakland is a small market. It is a corner of a big market. Kind of like how, like the New Jersey Devils are a. I don't consider New Jersey a big market. Or when the Islanders played in Long Island, I don't consider that to be a big market. They siphon off of a larger market. I don't consider Anaheim to be a big market. I think that's a satellite of a larger market. I think the Bay Area is a... Well, I'll just say it right now. The Bay Area is a great sports area. It really is. I've met diehard Giant fans. I've met diehard A's fans. I've met diehard Raider fans. Diehard 49er fans. I've known Shark fans who are crazed. And these days, the Warriors are the team of the area. Which is interesting because a big chunk of the time I lived there, the Warriors were the definition of an afterthought. But, I'm driving up a hill now if you can hear that. But, it is not a region that can support two teams. And again, that's not a slight. There was a period of time in history where the reason why there were two teams was twofold. The population was all up. It was actually threefold. The population was all jammed in the Northeast and in the Great Lakes. It was hard to get from city to city unless you took trains, so putting a team way out west was impractical. And The reason why there was an American League and a National League team in these cities was not because the fan base was so great. It was because the American League and National League were not merged into Major League Baseball. They were competitors. It's the same reason why you'd have a McDonald's and a Burger King. The reason why, and I notice I haven't mentioned Chicago. I've said this before. Chicago should only have one team. It's not a slight against the White Sox. I like the White Sox. I root for the White Sox when they're in the postseason, unless they're playing the Red Sox. I have a huge soft spot in my heart for the White Sox. They've had some of my favorite players. I cheered for them big time in the 2005 World Series. 
I think if the World Series was between the Cubs and the White Sox, I'd probably root for the White Sox just because they seem to be the neglected bastard stepchild, the cousin Oliver of, of sports. But they should have moved to Milwaukee when they had the chance. They should have moved to Seattle when they had the chance. They only exist there because Ban Johnson set up an American League in 1901. And because Bill Veck came out of nowhere and bought the White Sox and prevented them from moving to freaking uh, Seattle, which is where they probably should exist now. I don't think Chicago could realistically support two teams. I think they're going to go bananas for the Cubs. You're going to see the White Sox struggle to draw except the seasons where, they're, where they win. And even when they win, they're probably going to be outdrawn by the Cubs. Not a slight on them. It's tough to support two teams in a city. I think New York can do it. I don't think other cities can. And when you take a look at and and I think LA can in basketball because it's a basketball first city and the Lakers own the city in terms of sports interest and there's enough interest that some of it spills over to the Clippers, who I think exists because so many people grew up hating the Lakers that when they move to L.A., they can't bring themselves to root for the Lakers, so L.A. gives them an option for a second team. But I don't think the Bay Area is that kind of a market. I think the Bay Area could be a powerhouse, big-time, Boston-level, Chicago-level with one team, when you talk about big market clubs, well, San Francisco Giants, they should be a big market club. And I think they probably are looked on as that. They've won a bunch recently. They've signed some big, huge free agents. They have some big, big budgets in their contracts. But I don't see them as a, a region that can support two teams. Why? Because they haven't been. It's because of reality. Look it. I love Bay Area sports, but we got to be real about this. We have to be honest. Are you listening to me? This charming ham on Twitter? Have you listened to what I'm saying? The fact of the matter is this. They're not a small market. They're a big market, but not a two-team market. And don't tell me that they're supporting two teams when one all the headlines for one of them is about how they're looking to leave and have Las Vegas all to themselves. And the other one is about what are we going to do about our, our stadium that's full of fecal matter for the A's. And let me tell you something. If there was another market with a stadium ready to go in baseball, would anyone, anyone blame the A's for saying we're out of here? There is no baseball stadium ready to go right now. There isn't. There is no RFK stadium in Washington. There is no uh, Mile High Stadium or Joe Robbie Stadium the way there were during some of the expansion years where you just can plug a team in there and they can move there tomorrow. It's harder to move a baseball team because there aren't big, huge stadiums sitting in, in places because college baseball is not as popular as college basketball or college football 
where there you can move a team into the LA Coliseum. You can move a team into the the Thomas and Mack Center in Las Vegas if you needed to have them there temporarily. If there was one of those stadiums that exist, believe me, the A's would be playing in there tomorrow. Or Tampa would be playing in there tomorrow. The only place that even comes remotely close to that is the hellhole Olympic Stadium, the Stade Olympique, in Montreal. And Montreal is being whispered upon as one of the only places to move a club. So, let's just be honest. It's not a small market. But it's not big enough to hold two. Few places in America are. And by few... I mean one. So if you have anything you want me to talk to on the Sunday request, uh, just send me a tweet at Sully Baseball. If you want to get in my car and have me drive you around to movie sets, well, we have to arrange that. I have to really know you to do that. Um, you can go to SullyBaseball.com, like me on Facebook, subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, Instagram, Podbean. I'm everywhere. Uh, on Instagram, you can check me out at Sully Baseball Podcast. That's my handle on Instagram. Uh, I don't think I'm on Snapchat, but uh, I could be wrong. Uh, you could be old school, send me an email at info at sullybaseball.com. The music is by Ted Thacker and Patrick Kaliski. Soaking in the beautiful night in California and bringing in some reality about the Bay Area. This has been the Sully Baseball Daily Podcast for the 15th day of January. 2017. Did I say 2016 earlier? I can't remember. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully.